Welcome back, listeners, pod peoples, phasers, followers, listeners. It's 2022. It is season two, episode one. Welcome back again. Not just a face is doing some worldwide shit today in a country that our mic hasn't been to yet. We are going to Singapore to talk with an insanely cool band called Nadir. Nader. 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 Perfect. Okay. So in 2019, this band formed of members from various other established bands, like some sort of super group type idea. In 2020, the debut album Past is Prologue was released on cassette through Uterid Tapes, Larry Records, Tomb Tree Tapes, and Missed Out Records. On vinyl, it was released by Zegama Beach Records, Miss the Star Records, and Illuminate My Heart Records. In 2021, Passes Prologue was released on cassette by Left Hand Label and Dog Knights Records as well. So why did so many great Screamo labels want to release this band? Well, have you heard them? It's a wildly talented Screamo band from Singapore. And if you haven't heard them yet, you're fucking up. But we're going to change that right now, so check this out. Okay, so guys, welcome to the show. Uh, how you guys doing today? Thanks for coming on. Great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And uh, thanks. So we got three of you guys. Uh, can you just please state your name and what role it is you play in the band for the listeners so they know the sound of your voice? Hi, I'm Tim. I do the vocals. Hi, I'm Ahmad and I play bass. Uh, my name's Arif. I play the guitar. Okay, beautiful. And did any of you guys actually check us out by any chance before agreeing to come on the show? Uh. <laughs> 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 well, before agreeing, no. But after after agreeing, yes. Yeah, so same for me. So, so you'd never heard the show till till uh, recently? No, not until you contacted us. No. <laughs> it is great because like they gave us an opportunity to go check out all the stuff that you guys did before coming on the show 
Yeah, there's some really cool episodes, man. Like, I, re- I really appreciate what you guys have been doing on Not Just a Face. Ah, we, hey, we appreciate you. W- which episodes did you guys check out, if, uh, if any? Eh, I think after, after seeing the list, I checked out like most of it. So you cover a lot oh. of Screamo, right? <laughs> Both bands and the label. So uh, the ones with uh, Zgamer Beach and Larry Records, you know, and of course our, our buddy Miru from Malaysia. Shout out to Pierontel. And of course, uh, everyone else. Uh, there's so many to name. <laughs> True. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Piazza Thal as well. Uh, great, great band. Great dude. Um, so if you guys have heard the show, I'm pretty much a broken record and I'm starting 2022 the same way. Usually like to start off asking uh, the old origin story thing. How'd you guys first get into punk rock or underground music? Uh, I guess I'll start with you, Tim. For all three, I think it's really different because uh, before getting the band together we, we kind of knew each other but we, we we came from different places in like the the local scene so we all got to be in a, in, a, in a different way so out of three of us i think Arif is the oldest followed by me and then Ahmad. so when i was like i'm 29 this year so when i was a teenager i was listening to stuff like alexis on fire you know thrice Right, Sazin and Thursday, you know, stuff on MySpace and stuff like on, on, on MTV Singapore. And that's how I got into that sort of stuff. And then after exhausting the entire list, I discovered Mathcore, right? So number 12 looks like you and stuff. And then Screamo and then the rest is history. So that's me. Beautiful. And what about yourself, uh, Ahmed? How'd you get into uh, that thing? Mine is kind of embarrassed. I actually started yes. off uh, from <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, sorry. I started off with uh, from metalcore, from metalcore. Since most of my friends back in two thousand eight to two thousand ten, uh, they were really into metalcore, like the West Prada, August Burns Ray, Architect, and so on. But yeah, that's like, good stuff. <laughs> I guess, but like, yeah. But uh, I started playing in bands. And I uh, went to a lot of shows, local shows. And it changed my music taste quite a bit. I'm really glad to have watched and played with uh, some local bands uh, back in the early 2010s. Uh, bands like Seven Nights at Sea introduced me to post-rock. Uh, Straightforward introduced me to hardcore. Then Wormrod introduced me to grindcore. Uh, yeah, and like, it's, it's just a rabbit hole. No? Like, you just kept... I uh, keep listening to more music and uh, yeah, uh, since that you're, you're in a very music-centered environment, I feel like you naturally want to explore more music and genres that you never thought of uh, ever listening to it. And yeah, that's, that's about it. Cool. Now, right. actually, actually, we have a, we have a really healthy scene here and you know, there, there, there's some times where we introduce the genres from local bands that emulate genres from overseas. So sometimes that's the first time you get to hear, you know, mm. you know, this particular style of punk rock or something. So that's actually pretty interesting. It is. Yeah, that's nice. And and Arif, how how did you get into the old the old punk thing? Well I discovered bands like FC5, NV on MySpace. And also discovered like local DIY shows on a um local forum called Lion City DIY. So that's how I managed to discover local shows and yeah the rest is history short brief origin story all right perfect (laughs) i'm so sorry man no that's great that's great do you guys um so obviously it didn't always it doesn't always start with screamo do you remember the first like screamo band you guys ever heard tim uh i think my first screamo band was circle takes a square that came from stuff like you know, like I mentioned, number 12, and then, you know, Daughters and Gaza, I think, I think Socrates of Square came around then. So I thought it was a math call, but I didn't realize it was Screamo until like a lot later. So I checked out like other Screamo bands, you know, stuff like, stuff like Orchid, and I thought, oh shit, it's just mm. boy, it sucks. <laughs> and it was a lot later when I heard like <laughs> stuff like... <laughs> I heard stuff like I I heard stuff like Rain, I think later the European Screamo. And I realized, oh shit, it's like uh 
it's uh it's melodic and it's catchy and then uh, after that i go into all the noise anyway so oh well <laughs> like these these two bands still really influence how i write today fair enough and yourself Ahmad, do you remember uh your first screamo bands you got into i think it was probably envy uh one of my friends yeah, he he was a really big metalhead. Like coming from a metalhead, he actually introduced me uh, to uh, Envy, which was a uh, really random. While we were hanging out, and I was like, "Wait, this this kind of like post rock with like screaming vocals, this is pretty cool, man!" Like at that point of time, it was really fresh to me, and like, I instantly fell in love with Envy. That's for sure. So Envy is like in in a sense, it's got it's got it's got a special place in the hearts of Singaporean screamo heads. Yeah, a lot of us listen to Envy first, like before we re- before we discover like US Screamo, like Page Ninety Nine. Like all of us were listening to Envy first. We're really close to like the the Japanese scene. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I I didn't know that. Uh, and uh, Narif, do do you recall your first uh, few Screamo bands you got into? Yeah, I mean, just like Tim mentioned, Envy is like I think it's the first Screamo band that I've li- I've uh, listened to, incorporating like post-rock elements with like screaming and I think this is just really cool and then from there onwards I think I discovered Orchid, Page 99, City of Caterpillar, you know, the US Screamo stuff and ever since then I'm in love with Screamo and also Tristan Zara as well I think I discovered them during the same time. Yeah. I love it then. <laughs> cool. So you guys yeah, have already... when we discovered Screamo there was like uh, already you know there was stuff like YouTube that was up already. Yeah. So there were like this this YouTube compilations put together with like shitty like shitty animations. It's <laughs> like two forty p, two forty p or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like the 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 sound quality is also like trash. So like that was how we discovered Screamo. Like end bands in one video, and you go, you go and you dig. Alright, and actually quite a while ago, I discovered uh what's uh what's Dave Norman's uh, blog. Uh, Oh, from the block spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Dave I, I, I know which one you're referring to. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Dave Norman until like way later. I didn't know that like it's Gamer Beach and ah, what was that? Time but open mind. OMSB, OMSB, open mind saturated brain. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Open mind is. Yeah. So you know, like Dave Norman, you know, his writing style when he writes about bands, it's always very detailed. And he gives you like twenty other bands for fans of. Right, and then that's how I discovered like, all the bands. <laughs> yeah, it's a for fans for fans of uh thing. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. We we don't do album reviews at not just a phase. Um, just for the simple fact that I'm not a fucking poet. Um, <laughs> I, I can't I can't write album reviews like that. I always read these album reviews. I'm like, fuck, that is gorgeous. Like they just make the band sound so good. It and like it, it's so detailed. I can't do it. Um, or or I refuse to put in the effort. I don't know one of the two. But we don't do album reviews for the simple fact that. Um, I'm not going to be able to compete on that level, but yeah, it's cool that you, <laughs> yeah, <it's fun. laughs> you guys are playing every Screamo band song good. Yeah. And essentially, we're playing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> For fans of Screamo, it sounds like fucking Screamo. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Check it out. <laughs> like, that yeah, would be my album. Like, the the, the entire genre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you like Screamy shit? Do you like it fast? All right, cool. Check this out. <laughs> so, we've already been over this, but uh, where are you guys all from? Oh, uh, we're from Singapore, in case you guys don't know. It's tiny ass. It's a tiny country in Southeast Asia. We're 3.5 times the size of Washington, D.C., according to Google. So. Fun fact. <laughs> Fancy. I did not know that. Thank you for the Google statistics. Um, you mentioned Piet Anthel. Are you guys, like, close geographically to where he's at? Yeah. Where Mashi's at? We're separated by a border. We're okay. right at, like, the border of the Malaysian Peninsula. Yeah. So we're neighbors. And a lot of the times, like, because like, uh, our, our country is so small and Southeast Asia is a, is a whole, is a bunch of, it's a bunch of islands, really. Quite a lot of islands. So Indonesia is an island that's not, uh, not in a sense connected to the continent. And so is the Philippines. So a lot of bands that tour around the region, you know, from the, from the US or whatever, it tour through all these countries. And usually that's how we tour as well. We tour with our buddies from Malaysia. Malaysia is usually the first place we go after Singapore. So even for local bands, that's how we 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 start and get get a taste of so so called the touring life. You know, get a get a feel of what it's like on the road. 
I guess that's the same as like doing a US tour if you're a US band. But for us, it's a literally a different country. <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> so, uh, what what's the scene like in your guys' area outside of uh, Mashi and Piedontel? Uh, what's what's it like out there? You got a lot of punk bands, a lot of venues, or? So if you're talking about regionally, I guess it only makes sense to talk about regionally. Well, we can talk about local, like the local scene after this. But regionally, I guess if you're talking about Screamo, Screamo is not really a dominant genre in Singapore. Screamo is, I think, still pretty big in Malaysia because there are a lot of bands that have been, a lot of, in, in, in a sense, legendary bands that have been playing for 10 or 20 years. They're still around. One of my favorites is Dagila. I think I, I always I always thought Dagila is Asia's answer to Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Dagila has been around for like donkey years. And when I was a kid, when I was in like middle school, they played in Singapore. I watched them. You know, and that's 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 how long they've been around. They've also been there. There are also bands like uh, Orbit Chinta Benjamin, which played in. I think they played. Was it last year or last last year at uh, Crimea River Fest? So they they went on tour with, maybe not went on tour, but I, I, I they played with Crowning and and uh, they met Dave Norman, you know that kind that that kind of stuff. So there are there are screamo bands that have been been active in Malaysia for like so many years. Virginia on Duty, I could go on and on, right? And in 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 a sense, these are local bands to us, but if you talk about local bands being like Singaporean bands that I guess Scream was not really a dominant genre. But there are a lot of other like healthy healthy genres that are out there. There's like a pretty big emo scene, you know, like uh, there's a pretty big dream pop slash indie yes. kind of scene here. Yeah. And uh, what's some of your guys' favorite local yeah. bands then? Wow. Uh, well, for me, I think it's Bumrod, hands down. Who's that, sorry? Worm, worm rot, worm rot, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're locals, you guys. Yeah, they're from different circle oh, and uh, big grind. Big oh no, shit! I had no idea where they're yeah. from. Your worm rot is <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, cool, yeah, amazing man. I mean, whenever they play live, they really just blow my mind off. They melt your face. <laughs> shit, I bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're one yeah, of the first Singaporean bands that. Uh, Got so much international success, right? Yeah, I think uh, probably the most famous foreign yeah. band, I think, all over the world. Yeah, they got a review by Anthony Fentano. <laughs> oh, did they? The music, yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think it's their second album. Yeah, I think the, the most recent album was interviewed by the Egghead. Head. Oh, with you, buddy. Uh, the second channel. Well, he's not not just a phase, but I guess he's pretty popular. Um. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, is there any band you guys love that you don't think is getting enough attention at the moment? Who do you think deserves more love that you guys are into right now? Uh, <laughs> I think the first the first band that, that comes to mind is uh, Asunu Joke. Uh, it's a band that was uh, released on Dog Nights recently. The uh, black, like black metal influence, screamo, uh, with like post rock, like kind of uh, uh, influences, and they have like a lot of like J rock guitar sensibilities. Uh, it's very addictive to listen to Asuka JK. I feel, uh, yeah, they're definitely one of the best bands in Japan right now. Yeah. And you stole my band, Ahmad. I was about to mention us not okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, Ahmad that I knew you mentioned it. <laughs> oh uh, really? Sorry. I do I really mention us not okay. Yeah. Amazing, amazing band. I think that song I think is really amazing. Uh can't wait for the vinyl to, to be out on dot next. Yeah, how about you, Tim? Uh I don't know. I guess like a lot of the a lot of the bands I listen to are getting enough attention. <laughs> but if you're talking about like Screamo, I think Army Wise is massively underrated. I know there are people know about them. Army Wise? Really yeah. Not, yeah, they're not they're really not given as 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 much love as they should be getting. So that's for sure. I'd have to agree to that. Shout out to Army Wives, they are fucking fantastic. 
So let's get to let's get back to you guys. It's been just over two years since your debut release. Are you guys currently writing any new material? Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> we have uh, we have we have finished recording a bunch of songs that's uh, supposed to come out on a split. That's uh, I think going to be released soon. It's in the it's in the making. Currently in the midst of uh, settling production with the other band. I think it'll be it'll be out this year. Can I ask, is it like a local band or is it an international band you're doing the split with? You don't have to say the name. I know you don't want to. But, uh, this is a spicy uh, one. I'm a curious boy, I gotta ask. <laughs> you're not uh, telling. Okay, so firstly, it's a, it's a band that you will know. It's a band that I'm, I'm sure all like of the listeners of, uh, not just a face will know. It's a band from the US. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. That leaves a lot We're of options. I'm really excited. I like that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Not giving any more. Oh, all right, all right. I was, I was going to ask him more, but <laughs> like, nope, that's enough. You got enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> so any idea when this stuff might be coming out this year, just in a general this year? Yeah, uh, in the first half of this year. In the first half? Yeah, I think this should come out the first half. God willing with the pressing and everything, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, hopefully. for sure. Cassette, yeah, but vinyl? even without, I think the can I ask cassette, cassette, vinyl? Can I ask that or don't know yet? I think we can. I think uh, <laughs> I think it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come on vinyl. Fucking a. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm uh, I'll buy cassettes like to support the band, but I I much prefer vinyl, so I always love to hear that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So shows are back in most places and it depends i'm in another lockdown here in ontario which is uh that's not great it sucks but uh it's not what we're here to talk about have you guys played any shows recently or this year at all uh no actually the last time we played a show was i think two years ago 2019 end of 2019 was the last time we played a show yeah, it was really unfortunate. Yeah, it's 2019. Two oh, years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah two God plus damn. years. We didn't get to play a lot of shows because uh, when we started to play shows, uh, COVID hits and you know, we didn't get to play any yeah, the, the The band kind of formed, I mean, we, we rounded off our lineup with, uh, with Ahmad in like the middle of 2019, I'd say. And yeah. then like by the beginning of 2020, shit hit the fan right and then everyone went into panic mode and i think even though things are opening things are opening up now shows are still pretty much a a, a no-go in singapore right so there are at least you know the studio shows where where us diy bands play right Not, none of these studios are open so there are places that like you can you can perform like for example like there are performing theaters that are in a in a sense opened up, but uh, none of our regular fare. So we haven't been playing for two plus years. You guys aren't playing the local theaters. Mm, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you're not a theater band. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> is there any shows, is there any shows booked for you guys coming up this year, or like hopefully gonna be played or? You see, the, the, the thing is that we were supposed to play at the, spoiler alert, no, no it's not a spoiler, it's, uh, it's, it's gone anyway, we were supposed to play at the, at uh, one of those theatres. So, so this, this theatre is called the Esplanade, I think it's uh, maybe Singapore's most famous uh, performing arts centre, and then a lot, you know, there, there are theatres and there are outdoor venues, and the whole thing is, uh, so we were supposed to play like by the, by the waterfront, as part of uh, this this uh, regional festival, but because that was like in the in the middle of COVID, right? They they banned in a sense the the heavy bands from playing because the 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 rationale is that because we play loud, that people will talk louder, and that COVID will spread more. So right. unfortunately, two bands got dropped that. off the bill, yeah. And we were one of them. I personally think that's fucking stupid, but well. No, no, lots of logic behind <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're a loud man, people will talk louder and therefore COVID spreads louder. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm, not a I'm not a doctor. What do I fucking know, right? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I guess they're right. So, but even if we get to play, like I just arrived from from UK, so uh, I was I was under quarantine anyway, so I, I don't think it was. No, possible. actually, I think that was just before you left. So. Oh, just before I left. Yeah, that was just yeah. before you left. So it's funny that you guys mentioned theater because, like, I can actually see you guys playing in a theater. All jokes aside. Like the song called "The Waltz uh, of Fate" literally reminds me like how a piece would be written for like a full orchestra composition. It's some like Beethoven meets screamo type shit, if that makes any sense. Presumably, that's why you called it a waltz. I think I'm responsible for that. <laughs> totally, Are you? actually. So, uh, actually, that's the first song that uh, Arif and uh, our drummer showed me when they asked me to join the band. So it was just two of them jamming for a while, writing stuff, and then like you know recording like demos on their phone. So when 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 I heard it, I knew the lyrics had to be had to be like huge and epic. Right. So I write. I, I tried to write this whole uh, Romeo and Juliet type thing <laughs> about love and about the stars and yeah. So I think there's a bit of that classical influence in there, like in every one of the songs. So I tried to match that the lyrics. So I I I try to craft stories that that read like big Shakespearean tragedies and other kind of stuff, make things like really dramatic and huge and address like big metaphysical themes. So hopefully that works. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely came through guys. I, we were joking earlier, you know, saying like, if you're into this band for fans of Screamo, it all sounds like, it all sounds like Screamo, but you guys do have like a, a theatrical or, or even a classical composition edge to some of the songs that, that I feel anyways, that's just my opinion, but it, I don't know if that's like what you guys are going for or it just, it's just how it comes across to me though. It's, it's very cool. No, I, I think that's a thing actually. That's a, I don't think we, we consciously write like that, but I think a lot of us are influenced by that sort of music. I know Arif listens okay. to quite a bit of neoclassical stuff, right? And so does our other guitarist who has, uh, his, who, who, who actually began like, as, a, as a solo musician. So he's really used to arranging things in like a classical setting, classical arrangement. I think that's the way they think about melody. And we also influence a lot by film soundtracks, you know, theme songs, you know, that kind of stuff. So that influences how we craft our songs. So I would say that's really not too far from, from the truth. Let it, let it, let it 
what band haven't you guys played with that you would love to share the stage with? We're talking about like Pipe Dream. It, it can be realistic or unrealistic. Yeah, it's it's all good. Be imaginative. <laughs> oh, I got so many unrealistic bands I love to play with. <sighs> okay, well, if we start realistically, I think maybe to make it over to North America one day would be like one of our one of our like in intermediate dreams, I say. So then I I I I love to play with all our friends. All our scram key friends, right? All our, our quote unquote label mates, right? So bands like Masanera. Masanera actually came to Singapore quite a while. Uh, how many years ago? Two, three, three four years ago? Three, four years ago, man. I don't, I don't really remember. I don't remember. It's been uh, a while. My it's old band went on tour with them. So they're amazing people. So I'd love to go through the whole of the US with them. And then, like, other bands that are, you know, like, Respire, uh, Crowning, Gillian Carter, you know. So, I we haven't even talked about our friends in Europe or Asia, you know, all these bands that we're mentioning. So Yeah, there are too many bands that we want to share the stage with. Well, who's, who's, who's your so, big one? Who's your big one, uh, Ahmad, uh, Arif? What, what would be just, like that one dream band you guys want to play with? If you could just pick one. Oh, uh, I know. You, right? you want to go first? Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> it's, it's quite tough, man. Um, yeah, man. No, quite, probably, pick one. <laughs> one. Okay, so I'd probably share a stage with Envy and Heaven in Arms in Japan, maybe. Because yeah, they have influenced me a lot in my songwriting. And I think it translates into native songwriting as well. So to be able to share a stage with them is like... I don't know how. I don't know Spoiler how to alert! Myself. Arif has shared a stage with Envy and Heaven in her arms already in his previous bands. Yeah, he wants he wants to play with them again. <laughs> hey, we've played her. Okay, we've played her. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and Ahmed, what's your uh, what's your dream band? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably. I'm not even sure if the band is still alive. Like, there's this band called Akutagawa. Which is also a Ooh, Japanese but... screamo, emo screamo band. Uh, technically, more towards emo. But yeah, uh, they're, they're considered a legendary act within the Japanese underground scene. So yeah, uh, definitely Akutagawa. So I, I, I love them too much. Oh, cool. I, I've never heard of them, so I'm going to have to check them out. So I don't, I don't know. But I'll, I'll take your word for it that they're awesome. Oh, they, they, they got released on Dog Nights. Or like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so yeah. glad that they actually uh, helped to uh, release Akutaga online. Because like for years, I couldn't find their stuff online. And like well, once I saw the link from Dog Nights, like the Bandcamp link, I instantly bought it. Like I, probably one of, I was probably one of the first ones that uh, bought the album, uh, which was called Dawn. Yeah. Alright. So- they, they, they have an interesting... Uh, they have interesting vocals. It's like very folkish, uh, spoken word stuff, uh, and it uh, it's just really refreshing to hear. To me, there is cool. So uh, let's let's get back to your guys' band here. Uh, who's doing the violins or maybe cello on the extended version of Asunder? Uh, who's the artist Shy C? Presumably, that's who's doing the strings. Uh, I got. I'm 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 completely in the dark here. Fill me in. Yeah, he's he's the one that's doing the strings on the on the song. Okay, cool. So I, I think I think it's only the violin. So we yeah. we okay. we were thinking of uh maybe we wanted it to be like a full string quartet thing, but uh they were just they were just too it it, it was just too crowded, uh. the sound was just too crowded. So Shai C is Bennett's friend. He's a he's a solo electronic music producer. So he's also classically trained. So that's why we got him. The violin parts were arranged by Arif and Bennett and recorded at his place. So fun fact also, for the show that we were supposed to perform at the theater, we wanted to get a string quartet with us to play like the the, the back half of Pass is Prologue, you know, the, the slow songs. So we actually wrote and we arranged all of that already, right? And then the thing got canceled. So we thought, okay, why not let's turn this idea into something? Boom. And we were given the opportunity to record, yeah? So that's what yeah. we did. 
Well, I guess that answers my question. I was going to ask, are we getting more instrumentals like that from the band in the future? More uh, classical composition type instrumentals? Or just more classical compositions with strings and quartets and all that? Is that something you guys are going to be dabbling more towards? Oh, the, the classical thing, not sure, but there'll definitely be instrumental. There'll definitely be instrumentals. Uh, like the old version of Asunder, that's definitely going to be in the album. Just off record though, do you guys listen to Stubborn Father? I know they're oh, yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> they, they're on Spotify recently. Like, yes. A few months ago, yeah. Three, three, no, no. A couple, like two years ago even. Oh, really? Yeah, Shoot. man. That's when I got into them. I, it just like popped up out of nowhere. It's like bands you might like. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? The only reason it's I stubborn ask father, is, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm like, the only reason I ask is because I presume they're geographically close to you guys. I don't know, though, because I don't fucking know. It's pretty from yeah. Japan. Uh, Jap- Japan is just Japan is a microcosm of their owner. They got their, their whole world of music. Yeah. Yeah. So, they got a very specific kind of sound, like Japanese bands. Uh, especially when it comes to Screamo. Oh my god, it's it's it's, yeah. it's next level. Like everything is uh, like I mean Screamo in general is like everything's turned up to eleven, but fucking Stubborn Father is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, six right? six minute songs, like blast beats the whole time. It's like, aren't you guys fucking tired? Like, it's nuts. <laughs> they're, they're pretty old, man. I, I think they're like over 30 years old. Like, they're, oh, yeah? they're, they're kind of the OGs in the scene. Like, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, similar with Envy, uh, Heaven in Arms. They're, they're I don't think that was their first band. Uh. Stubborn Father is like a. No, they are freaking they're really old, man. They've been around oh, since okay, like, okay, 2000s, okay. I, I literally knew nothing about them. I was I was wondering if you guys did, so I was just curious. I'm gonna ask. I had to ask. Right? to not just a phase season two episode one podcasts don't do seasons but we consider ourselves a punk show and we do whatever the fuck we want here so season two episode one and we're speaking with nadir i fucked it up again how do we say it guys nader 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 Nader. okay cool so i never normally ask this because i find it's a very 
boring overdone question but what does the band name mean because i have no idea it really means nader you know like zenith and nader i don't know what, like <laughs> high versus low zenith versus nader oh like a yin and yang kind of thing no it, it, the oh. the the word is n-a-d-i-r but we changed the spelling so it is an it is an English word. It's pronounced like the English word, but we just changed the spelling. And it's supposed to represent highs and lows, like a dynamic. Uh, no, it's just low. Just yeah. low. It's the, the, <laughs> sort of, it's, it's the, the lowest. The lowest point. You're, you're in the abyss. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, the lowest point in your life, man. Now I'm glad I asked because I had no idea. So now I know what the band name means. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Okay, what stupid questions do I have left here? Oh, yeah, one of my favorites. So what music do you guys personally listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others? Anything shameful or cringy? And if you have no shame, what do you listen to that we wouldn't expect that you might be listening to? How about you go first? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no one wants Why to go me? first this time. Right? Okay. <laughs> Coincidentally, uh, well, I was listening to uh, Bleach Drinkers uh, episode. Like they casually mentioned Young Lin, and I actually really liked his old stuff. Young Lin. Oh, bro! <laughs> <laughs> you are sorry. I, I I gotta thank I gotta thank them for introducing me to his other project, Dot Mark. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> <sighs> that sucks okay well but I, but I i can't seem to enjoy the other cloud rap artists though like like the drain gang stuff you know but maybe i'm getting too old for you man <laughs> who I'm knows really... i i i'm i'm a lucky little one but i don't know man i'm way too old for so much new music that's, that's <laughs> one of the main reasons i asked this but uh, i listen to a lot of cringy shit myself but uh is that is that all the closets you got? Oh, oh, wow. Is that all the skeletons you got in the closet there, Ahmed? Some young lean and some trappy stuff like that? Uh, I, I think... That, is, is that as bad as it gets? I, I think so. <laughs> I, I think it's as bad as it gets. Now, does Avenged Sevenfold count? <laughs> okay, it, it definitely it does if we're talking about the... Uh, <laughs> no, but, it, but I listen to them, ironically, though, so I'm not, I'm not too sure whether it counts, huh? <laughs> Oh, man, that backcountry album killed me. <laughs> they, they had a 12, is it 12 minute song? Like they had a animated music video and stuff. I, I think I've rewatched it like at least 50 times, man. Wow. That's way too many. <laughs> no, like, it's, exactly. Like, like, like I've watched it so many times that I'm not sure whether to consider it as like ironic listening or like no, no, it's a part of you, man. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not good. <laughs> at fifty, uh, at fifty times viewing, I don't think that's ironic anymore. That's yeah. a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but to, to be fair, like they, they had like, uh, I, I mean, I, I checked out some of their uh, like studio diaries, and like they actually hired like professional like ensemble to record their string sessions. So I gotta give. <laughs> Uh, props to them, man. This dude, the fact that you even you even know that fact, you know. The why, fact you know, know dude, dude. why do you know that much about Avenged? <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> I, no, I I was ironically watching it. So <laughs> ironically, fuck. No, I, I'm justifying. I tried to justify myself, man. But like, <laughs> this like, that's why I didn't want to go first. You see, <laughs> hey, what? That's not nice, man. No, I don't think I don't think you can do worse than that, Tim. Uh, Ahmad, congrats! You have officially the cringiest answer for that question oh, in not just no. a face history. I, I, I'm not too sure what to feel. It. It, it's a it's a belt you don't wear with pride, but you wear it nonetheless. You you got that you got that title, man. That's that's way too much information about Avenge that I didn't expect. No, I, I I regret all. I, I regret sharing all of this. With you. Uh, it's being shared with anyone who's listening and uh, whoever is listening thanks for listening we're getting on to uh tim skeletons in his closets now tim what do you listen to that we can make fun of you for uh, uh can we move on <laughs> no 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 this is my favorite part of the show man what do you listen to that your friends bandmates people wouldn't expect or make fun of you for expect 
Uh, I think maybe I can share like a couple of like shameful bands. Yeah, I, I listen to stuff like The Smiths. So I think that's that's no good for <laughs> obvious reasons. The Smiths and uh, Brand New, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's nothing shameful about <laughs> Brand New. I mean, they, they didn't, uh, didn't exactly end on a high note, so that's a little shameful. But um, musically, yeah. they're fantastic. I wouldn't be embarrassed about liking Brand New. Shameful, I think, more than cringy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. N- no Avenged Sevenfold <laughs> deep dives in your closet? <laughs> oh, yeah. N- not at all, man. Come on. You got to have some more than that. No, like, uh, <laughs> n- none of you guys are into, like, some, some K-pop or any garbage like that? or. Oh, shopping. <laughs> hey. <laughs> there are good K-pop out there, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> the same, man. <laughs> We, we, we didn't you didn't need ask for this question. Like, I'm not, I'm not will I'm not will carry the whole question by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luna is a good uh, idol group, I feel. Luna. K K pop idol group. Okay, I should yeah, stop here. I, I should stop here. I think we have I think we all have things for like old Japanese idol groups or so. So yeah. I riff, I riff sitting there very quietly. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's scared to answer uh, this question. What do you what, what what are you listening to that we can make fun of you for a little bit, or that you you feel slightly embarrassed about listening to? Uh, I guess I'm into um synth wave. Um, those bands that replicate the sound of eighties synth. Maybe bands like Electric Youth, Miami Nights, nineteen eighty four, FM eighty four. College, etc. That's not that's not cringy. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it sounds I guess. cringy. I don't even know what <laughs> it is, and it sounds cringy. Synth wave? What is it like a yeah. like eighties inspired synth stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Okay. I mean, I mean, great. No, no. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all music is subjective. Um, should probably not be. Yeah, I can't think of any other quote-unquote cringy stuff that I listened to. Oh, Maybe sense. Backstreet Boys when I was young, when I was like barely a teenager, I was really into Backstreet Boys. Yeah, well, they're fantastic. They're the world's most famous yeah. boy band of all time. I mean, there's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing cringy or shameful about the Backstreet Boys. Synthwave, yeah. on the other hand.
Uh, yeah, I think that's it from me. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no one's beaten Ahmed with his uh, Avenge Sevenfold uh, deep dive. Do you <laughs> yeah. call them A7X by any chance? Do you do that too? Uh, yeah, A7X. Yeah. Last time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, assuming none of you are pacifists, if you could punch anybody in the face as hard as you can, no repercussions, who would it be and why? Oh, I'm going to start wars with this one. <laughs> 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 Maybe I shouldn't name names, yeah. but I'll probably punch some politician. Yeah, just just one person, one person that uh, you could give them your hardest hit, right in the face. Ooh. No repercussions. You just deck them, and they just have to take it. <laughs> Who would it be, and why? Damn, I can't do this. I gotta start walking. Ahmad, you got one? You got one? I say Amos Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. <laughs> he, he's got a very punchable face, huh, actually. Who's this? Is this? This dude from 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 Singapore who 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 got asylum in the US because uh he's he's in a in a sense he's really in trouble here. For his uh, political views and yeah, for yes, I think so. pretty much, pretty much everything. Uh, he's a uh, he. He just spouts controversy, uh, yeah, like a hundred percent, and he's very vocal about it. And uh, he recently got got charged for possession of uh, I think child pornography. Oh yeah he's, yeah, he's also a groomer. Right, oh, and uh, a, I think he he wrote something. Um, he wrote something that uh, how how, how to say? Uh, he was uh trying to try to talk about. It's like apologizing for for pedophiles or something, and oh, yeah, talking yeah. about how the how how the how the world should view pedophiles as uh as people, and they should be free to love. You know, that kind of free to love kids. You know. Oh yeah, this guy right. definitely needs a good punch. Yeah, he was like saying, yeah. uh, "Stop pedophile uh, discrimination or some shit." Yeah, 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 yeah. What Stop the like fuck? That. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, this guy's insane. Walked, you know, he's probably something not not all right upstairs. If you're thinking that way, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he's actually already been punched in the face. Remember outside state courts. Yeah. Like a of his. <laughs> he got punched. Yeah, he actually got punched. Yeah, yeah it's like some random uncle like just ran up to him <laughs> and like slapped him on the face, and it got caught on camera. Yeah, you went viral on Twitter or something. From yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that point, there. Oh, if there's anyone who deserves a punch in the face, sounds like that guy. Uh, Arif, are you on the same page with these guys? Is that the the one guy you want to punch? Uh, Is anyone more deserving than that? The strange fellow. I think. That person will have to be my current manager at work right now. <laughs> yes, Ooh. let's go. Let's go. Ooh, it's, getting, it's getting spicy here. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, All I right. Mean, she's been making my life quite difficult at work. And uh, yeah, I've been. If that's the reason why I would leave this current company, it would be that person. And I, I, I don't think I want to mention names. But no, yeah, I. I, I <laughs> if she sent her the link, man, if she sent the link. <laughs> You never know, man. You never know if she listens to Screamo. She like yeah, you think she listens not, not just a face. You yeah. think she listens to not just a face? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. So you, you mind me asking, Arif, what is it you do for work? Uh man, I'm I'm an accountant at uh, in, in one of the big four firms. So yeah, she's she's always on my yeah. She's been making my life difficult recently for. Uh, I mean, my, yeah, really unrealistic timelines, deadlines, uh, just being a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I, I can go on and on, but it's, it's just... <laughs> you're, getting, yeah. you're getting visually frustrated. I really just want to punch you in the face. Yeah, Ari is never not frustrated about work. Understandably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a uh, yeah, on a more on a more wholesome note, guys, if you could give the whole world a gift, what would it be and why? 
and this doesn't have to be a material possession in terms of a gift. I'll give you a quick minute to think on that because I'm going to go grab a beer. <laughs> Another one? Okay. Yeah, I want to grab a beer, so. <laughs> I don't have, unfortunately. And that's a good question, man. Just see one more Are you noticed? Yeah, do not copy my answer, okay? Oh, you never put one. I'm no joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you had that uh, aku tangawa already, right? So I thought. Like, yeah, 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 I know. I just like random. I just, I just remember that turn, like when, when, when the when the meeting started, when the interview started. Okay, no mind. Shit. Were you guys figuring <laughs> it out while I was gone? Yeah. I think I can start first. Um, Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone in the world should drink bubble tea. Because it's amazing. Yeah. It is it's amazing, delicious. Right? Yeah. Just, just don't care about the calories. Just, just drink it. Just drink it every day. <laughs> don't care it's about often. it. Yeah. So you would give... Bubble tea versus Coke, right? Bubble tea all the way. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. You've never <laughs> had it. I have had it. I've had, well, I've only had it like twice, but it was, it was, it was fancy. There was like bubbles and like stuff in it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That's the point. Do, you, the point. do you like the bubbles? <laughs> I don't know the, the the like whatever chunky weird plasticky junk was in it was kind of cool. I I don't even yeah. know what it was, but I ate it. It was cool. Yeah, it's actually like a meal replacement, and it's at least to me, I will feel full by it. Bubble, bubble tea hours. probably isn't yeah. recommended as a meal replacement, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. There's yeah. so much sugar, man. I'm not a doctor, yeah. but yeah. Uh, that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Arif, if you could give the world one gift, it would be bubble tea. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a billionaire, I would buy everyone in the world a bubble tea. That's so generous of you, dude. Yeah. Okay. Tim, what, what, did you get one? No, I have no idea. Uh, okay. All right, you want to go first? Okay, uh, I mean, my, mine is Jamaican beef patty. It's very specific. Oh, love Jamaican beef patties. <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, you've, you've tried them before? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Ooh, oh, delicious. Delicious. Good stuff. It, 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 uh, I feel like it's uh, it's like curry pop on steroids to me. Because like from a Southeast Asian perspective, it's like, oh, it, it, it blew my mind. It's like so good. They're amazing. I, I, I used to buy the like cheap shitty ones at the grocery store. Uh, that when I was working construction, the, like they have food trucks that come up to the construction sites. And this guy would like make them, like hand make them and everything. And uh, he would oh, sell them out of his food eh? truck. Oh, they're so fucking good, dude. So good. Why, 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 why are everyone's answers all food answers? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, the, the question is why not? <laughs> okay, why not? Okay, yeah, I, I have a food answer in mind, I guess. <laughs> if you could give a gift to the entire world, it'd be fucking eat. <laughs> Who doesn't like food, man? <laughs> Bubble tea and a Jamaican patty. So far, sounds like a fucking delicious meal. <laughs> are, are we adding to this, this, uh, this diet here, Tim, or what? Well, if you want me to add food, I can. You don't have to. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so to our <laughs> vegan friends, I add vegan laksa. Laksa is a dish here. It tastes amazing. It's spicy. It's like curry, but it's made of coconut milk. So it's fantastic for all vegan friends. And you can put vegetables in it, and it's the best. So It's like a broth kind of deal? Yeah. It's like noodles in broth. Rice noodles in coconut broth. Or you had yeah. me noodles in broth. Yeah. Sounds bomb. Do you think that'll go well with the Jamaican patty and bubble tea meal? Uh, yeah, just <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not together the with tea. a spoon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange, strange meal. <laughs> so, what um, what do you guys consider? We'll go back to the band real quick before we wrap it up here. What do you guys? think is like the next big milestone like what do you want to accomplish with the band is there a certain stage you want to play a certain venue a certain band you want to play with a certain festival um maybe a, a number of, of sales you want or a label you want to achieve well i don't think we think of the band in those terms i think it's just kind of uh we 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 
we take it a step at a time. Or like we, yeah, we, we do the do and we see what happens. So right now, because of the, the COVID situation, we've been busy trying to make the most of our time by holding up in the studio and, and, and writing and recording. So we'll hopefully be writing enough songs for a full length. And then hopefully by that time, we'll be able to tour, you know, hopefully like uh, globally things will be good enough to tour. And then after that, we'll see what happens. So when are you coming to Canada? Wow. <laughs> that's, definitely yeah, yeah. A, that's definitely in the talking though. That's a, if, if, if it's possible, that's definitely in the plan. North America is definitely in the plan. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. All right. So I guess we'll do the, uh, the wrap up here. Um, any last shout outs, plugs, or causes that you'd want to speak on? Anything you guys want to talk about, anything at all, the microphone's yours. You can say whatever the hell you want. Uh, just shout out to our local Streamo brethren, some Yumi and Istila. Hope you guys release something new soon. And uh, shout out to Alex from Mrs. Stars. We love you. Yeah, we miss you. Yeah. Shout out to Tapestry, another local band, uh, a friend of uh, a friend of many of us, who sadly passed away last year. Please do check that shit out. Ahmad, your turn. Uh, I'm not sure who to shout out, but I guess you can check out our uh, Bandcamp on nader.bandcamp.com. You can find yeah. us on Facebook. <laughs> On Instagram. Start ourselves out. Yeah, uh, no, that's what this is for. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, sorry. Let me redo this. <clears throat> so where can the listeners find um, your guys' music and merchandise online? All right. You can find our merchandise <laughs> on our bandcamp, data.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. I think it's Nita Ben. Is it Nita Ben or Nita? You can, can I get a confirmation? <laughs> I have no yeah, Nader, um, Nader Ben. Facebook.com slash Nader Ben. Yes. <laughs> Love that you didn't know your own links. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> Musicians, such well-prepared people. I love them. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show today. You are episode one of season two, New Year in 2022. I really appreciate talking with you guys. This is a blast. Awesome.